So this is an update to the week number six waiver wire show. Uh, there's some news that broke today regarding Keontae Ingram and DeMarcado, the running back who has been the presumed starter. And he still could be. There's a lot of ambiguity here. Uh, but it's important to, I want to throw this out here to make sure everybody has a chance to go get Keontae Ingram if he's still available on your waiver wire. Uh, Amari DeMarcado was the... Uh, lone back in last week's game, scoring a touchdown, looking really good, feeling like the, the best pickup of the week outside of maybe Roshan if Roshan gets cleared to play, and Roshan's currently still in the, pr- the protocol for the concussion. But it appears right now that, that Keontae Ingram is listed as the number one running back on the Cardinals' depth chart. Again, I'm not saying that, that he won't be the guy. We don't really know, but if you did pick up DeMarcado and you spent a bunch of fab on him and Ingram's still there and the waivers are process, processed and he's out there for free, just grab him and cuff the two together. Just want to make sure everybody's well aware of the, the change in, in situation here, potentially. Um, and so we're going to we're gonna put this up on screen here. This is the week number six waiver wire order. Uh, kind of rehashed, kind of reorganized. Tinkered with a little bit since the original show. Roshan, DeMarcado, Ingram are the clear top uh you know pickups of the the week if you're trying to fill a need for the for the now um and if you're looking for more of a, a future stash sleeping giant play Spears is great and Spears Tajay Spears also fills a nice now role as well he's kind of a poorer version of let's say the starter that is either DeMarcado or Ingram potentially, but we because we don't fully know which one's going to start in week number six, you almost could say that Spears is the safer call at this point. And I know this is a change, and I, I wish that we would have had this information before um, the first waiver wire show, but you could even put Spears potentially number one if you wanted. And, and I know he's probably not available any longer on your waiver wire, but trades are still a possibility. Maybe you still own him. Maybe you've grabbed him anyway. Now Spears potentially becomes maybe even a safer, uh, maybe not as high of upside right now play, but safer play maybe in the flex or in, in a in a situation where you're running back needy, you've been hampered with injuries or bye weeks or whatever or both. Spears is a good play, but Spears has that sleeping giant potential that if anything happens to old man Derrick Henry, who's had mileage more than any other running back in the National Football League mixed with age. He's 29 years old. He's breaking down. He's slowing down. Spears looks more explosive. This guy could go to the moon. I still believe Foley and Roshan, if he gets cleared through the concussion protocol this week and does start week number six, and and uh, Khalil Herbert, who has yet to go on IR, meaning the team might think Khalil might be able to not be out the full four games. Uh, Roshan Johnson, if he does get cleared through the protocol for the concussion and starts, he, he is... I think easily the top now pickup, or if waivers have already processed in your league, obviously a guy that if you're holding, you're going to be able to play or a trade, a player you can throw into a trade and try and get him cheaply. But Spears, Bigsby, and Charbonnet, as before, nothing changes here. These guys are the biggest sleeping giants, even if they have some now value. Charbonnet's got some flex value right now, given that they do use him more and more and more each week. Spears has you know pretty phenomenal flex to 
bye week or running back injury fill-in value uh, right now. But these are your sleeping giants, your win-a-league players, Bigsby, Charbonnet, Spears, because if if injected into the lineup, same thing with Roshan, if everything goes well for him, if injected into the lineup, these guys can win a league. Roshan, Bigsby, Charbonnet, Spears. And in which order? It's tough to say. Like, if all of them are starting tomorrow, I don't, I, I honestly, they're all so very good. I'd maybe say Charbonnet because of what Walker's been doing and how much of a bulldozer this guy is and how much we loved him in the offseason. So before the, the season even kicked off, our talent evaluation of Charbonnet alone was higher than any of these guys. So I, I think Sharps would get the nod. I think Spears is looking so explosive. He might be potentially second in command, uh, maybe tied with Bigsby. If Bigsby, Bigsby was starting knock on wood, we hope that doesn't happen. ETN looks phenomenal. Me liking Bigsby has nothing to do with uh, doubting ETN or anything like that. ETN's a monster. But this guy could score 10 touchdowns in the remaining weeks, 10 to 12 rushing touchdowns if injected into the lineup, let's say even in week 7 or 8. He could score literally 10, 12 TDs on the year with just that kind of volume uh, starting in week 7, 8, something like that. Uh, Roshan, you know, it's tough to know when Khalil Herbert comes back, what do they do? So he, he may have... He may have similar value to Ingram or DeMarcado or the combo of this in that, you know, even if he does do, do very well, there's still the possibility that Khalil Herbert comes back and steals the job. This guy Spears, as of this moment, if I, ha- if I had to re-rank things right now, and again, I know most waivers have processed, so this is more of like a, a trade or a current roster e- evaluation like ranking, you know, for you right now. I'd almost say I just inch towards Spears right now. If for any reason he's available in trade very cheaply, going after him one for one is probably not a smart move because people know your target. They start, you know, backing off. What's he know that I don't know? Now that people are showing interest in Spears, maybe I'm not going to trade him away. He'd have to be some sort of throw-in player, you know, or you poke around at the player or uh, at the players on a certain team that has Spears and say, "Hey, uh, you know, what do you want for this wide receiver?" And they're like, oh, "I don't want to trade him." What about this wide receiver? I don't want to trade him. You're making him say no two or three times, and it makes it look like you're very, very much not interested in Spears. Then if you bring up Spears and say, I need a running back, who do you have? Oh, I'm not trading Eckler. I'm not trading, uh, you know, ETN. I'm not trading this guy or that guy. You're like, well, what other running backs do you have? I mean, I got Spears. And, oh, he's not a starter. I don't know what I'd give you for him. If I gave you so-and-so for, for Spears, what would you give me back? You start making it look like you're settling for Spears if you're going to go after him specifically. That's the way to, to try and uh, negotiate a trade for a player you want without just telegraphing what you're trying to do. So again, wanted to come in here and just let everybody know that there has been a potential change. Maybe not, and and DeMarcado could still absolutely be the guy. Maybe he's not. Tough to know at this point. All I can tell you right now is that uh, according to Adam Schefter, Ingram is listed as the number one running back on the Cardinals depth chart. He's very injury prone. This guy showed a lot of promise, and and I, I wouldn't be shocked if they rolled with the hot hand during the game, or even off of this news, another report happens or, or, or gets released tomorrow or the next day that says they're going to roll with the hot hand. DeMarcado is still going to be very involved. But I just wanted to give you that information as quickly as I could uh, and let you know that he needs to be grabbed, Ingram, if you're rolling with DeMarcado and spend a bunch of fab on DeMarcado. Um, This is the waiver wire order once again, walking into 2023 week number six. So buckle up. Appreciate everybody 
um, who who is watching, subscribed uh, to the channel. And uh, we'll be live at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern very, very soon. We're live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. Live whenever major news breaks, even if it's not right away, which sometimes we're five, ten minutes after news breaks. I get ready. I get prepared. I get my graphics ready. I get all the research I need, all the all the reports ready to, to put on screen and, and share with you. And then I go live five, ten minutes after huge breaking news breaks. Or sometimes I might be, let's say I'm out getting a bite. Okay, and then I come back in and uh, we still do it regardless. We come live, we go live or I do some sort of uh, delayed uh, premiere kind of upload like this one and let you know what the heck's going on with the players in the news. I'll see you all at 8 p.m. Eastern Monday through Friday tonight. That's less than an hour from right now. If you're watching this currently when this drops 8 p.m. Eastern Monday through Friday, get out of here.